flesh and blood but a man couldn't have survived that fire the more he kills the more he transcends run go now he's the essence of evil and no doubt the stuff nightmares are made of Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I am Sheila Amato and you can find me and my wife on Twitter at Forever Fanpod. And I am Kimberly Amato and you can also find us on our website foreverfangirls.com or on Instagram at Forever Fanpod. We are your hosts and we're glad you can join us. And as you heard, we are continuing our October theme. We are covering the latest installment where they're going to hunt him down. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills, the next installment of the Michael Myers series. And as always, our discussion will have spoilers. So if you have not seen it yet, either in theaters or streaming, please pause us and then come back and listen to our discussion after you've seen the movie. Okay. So I actually realized that I've been blocking this movie from my brain. Why? Well, because I haven't seen any of the other Halloween movies. I own them all. Yeah, but I haven't seen them. That doesn't matter that you've owned them. So you're afraid that because you didn't see them, you won't exactly know what's going to go on here? Um, or yeah. that you won't understand it? I, I, yeah. Um, really specifically, you know, missing the key moments, plot lines from the previous films, because I would imagine that they kind of continue. Knife, stabby, stabby. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I kind of figured that that was probably <laughs> the mean, main thing. There is one main theme going across <laughs> all of them. You know, knife stabby stabby is yeah. really all you got to go in there with. Right. So which is why I was actually okay watching it. Um, so plus, I know that you were like, all about watching this thing. You were you were waiting well, for October 15th. Yeah, because we we are still not going to theaters. And we've decided, you know what, we love streaming and, and we're going to cover stuff that's on the streaming services or on regular television and whatnot. And so when they announced it was coming to Peacock, I was like, eek! Yes, I know. So shall we go ahead and start discussing Halloween Kills then? Stop it. Okay. All right. Okay. So Halloween Kills was released simultaneously, as we mentioned, in theaters and in streaming through um, Peacock's paid subscription. And it did drop October 15th, 2021. The very short description on... on uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The very short description <laughs> on IMDb reads, quote, The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode continues in the next thrilling chapter of the Halloween series. End quote. So now let's dive into the good, the bad, and the cute of the film. Can I just interject real quick? What? Whenever you say Halloween kills. Halloween kills. Okay. The way you had said it before, you were like, kills. It reminded me of that guy from uh, <laughs> Forged in Fire. Be like, your it, blade. It, it will kill. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does it with a smile yeah. so it was like what it was, it was perfect timing for a hard discussion yeah okay I, I'm just gonna jump off the bat I like that it's a continuation of the, the 2018 film it actually as we were watching it I actually started to think you know what maybe I should see the 2018 version because I mean I don't I'm, I'm not like you in the fact that you know you just love slasher films it's just not my thing 
So like, I don't actively seek it out. Well, you you kind of do because you know I want to see it. I mean, you're the one that that buys me tickets when I you have a bad day, honey. Let's go see Jigsaw. You know, so you kind of have only because you like to see it. Well, you know what the good part about all of that is? What? I own them all. Well, there you go. Then. Even the 2018? Yeah. Version? Oh, all right. We can skip three, though. I'm not... Uh, Halloween three. Look, no. I did not say I was going to watch all of Halloween. I wanted to see the 2018 version. No, no you can't. Okay. I'm going to cut this off right now. We're going to go on a slight tangent. You cannot watch... Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode until you understand the Laurie Strode story, which means you do need to see multiple Halloweens. Oh, my Lord. What did I get myself into? You married me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) You made me sit through Uh, Twilight. Look. No. We're not not talking about that (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) Um, Now, as slasher film goes, you know, I was expecting a lot of gore. Mm Mm-hmm. I did not realize how much gore there was in this movie. I was like, oh my God. Some of of it is funny though. I I guess. I mean, I was expecting more jump scares, but there wasn't really a lot in this film. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That is something that I was... I wish we had more of, mm. but it, it reminded me a lot of like the Saw series where there are certain things that happen and you go, Ugh, and yeah. you just kind of cringe. Yeah. And other times you're just like, really? <laughs> and you start giggling at it. And you're like, what? No, I, I felt myself going, oh, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, and I love that Allison got three stabs in. I know. She's the only one that really, aside from her mom who did the pitchfork in the back, she was the only one well, really. She that- also stabbed him in the back when he was on the floor. But, you know, she actually, while being attacked, defended herself. Right. Was a lot of other people kind of just like, oh my God, it's Michael Myers, time to die. Right. You know, and then we get the Wilhelm scream. Then <laughs> they, they die. Oh my goodness. Anyway, the the thing for me, so Allison's great, right? Allison is, is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character's granddaughter. granddaughter. Laurie Strode's yeah. granddaughter. And it's fascinating to me that Jamie Lee Curtis is still part of this franchise. I mean... You know, it's it's like she's growing up with this evil thing following her for she's like forty the years. Ultimate final girl. I, what? Final girl. The final girl survived. Okay, oh. I gotta educate you on. I, it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, it's fine. I the more we watch horror films, and the more you get into it, because I one of the things I would really love, and I've spoken to uh, friends of ours, mm-hmm. uh, Ko specifically, shout out Ko about hi, hi about um, we would love to see a final girl series like the final girls team up and fight the big bads together but then you'd have all of the scary like antagonists in one film i know oh all right (laughs) okay that's a thing never mind (laughs) i think it'd be awesome all right um okay so while you were like fangirling about that it's jamie lee curtis i understand i understand i was actually like fangirling over the fact that Robert Longstreet was in this movie because as soon as he came on screen, I'm like, oh, oh, there's Joe Colley from Midnight Mass. And he, you know, what's really sad is the, the first thought that came to my head when he was going in the house by himself is, oh, come he, oh, on, he's man, gonna die, you yeah. die again. I know. I was like, wait. Jeez. <laughs> like, you and your... Damn. It's his eyes, though. I know he didn't have the beard, but his eyes are so... I don't it's his, distinctive it's, and, right. and it's his eyes and his mannerisms to me, his voice as well. I mean, as soon as I heard him speak, I'm like, I know that character. I mm-hmm. know that I know that voice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, Joe, Joe Cully. But 
we're not talking about Midnight Mass. We're talking no. about Halloween Kills. But it's a great connection. It is. So he died in the house where Michael Myers was. So and he died in the priest's house. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're sticking he with Halloween He was shoved Kills. in the attic, like squished. And I mean, I got a question how they got him up there. Well, you know, and Michael again, Myers is like, what? Seven feet tall or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, they usually get a really tall, imposing actor to play so, him. But I, I, that was another one where I looked at it and was like, he's dripping from the ceiling, and I'm just like, oh, dude's in the attic. And then they look up, I'm like, dude's in the attic. Uh, well, you know, but and the little the way he's all squished in there and everything, I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot of space up there. Well, no, <laughs> but he was he was squished in the opening. Of I the know, bag. but it's just my head oh. went to wow. I mean. How tight is that hinge? <laughs> I again, there are certain and and I know mm-hmm. that it's there's just certain things where I, I look at it and I'm like, okay, well, it's like the Geico commercial. Let's hide behind the the chainsaws instead right, of the as, running car. Instead of going into the running car where that was logical. Yes, <laughs> I know, I I understand. But anyway, um, so speaking of the house, right? Because it was renovated and mm-hmm. to a, a couple, a gay couple is living there now. Little John and Big John? Yes. What I wanted to ask you, because I I definitely would not want to live in a house that a serial killer lived in. Would you want to live in a house like that? I mean, they've, they've decorated it like their own. It was like hunky-dory for them. And I'm like, you, you uh, want no. You, you want the simple answer? Mm. Or do you want the more involved answer? Which one do you want to give me? I mean, number one... That house is probably dirt cheap because it was left abandoned forever. So they had to really renovate it and do it. So they probably got that dirt cheap. And to move into what was, you know, the the movie stipulated was an amazing town. You you get what you can get. And if it's a dirt cheap house and that's your only way of moving into this town where you feel safe, you get it. You know, also take on the, ooh, we're in the Michael Myers house, but you don't believe in it. Well, housing shortage, cost, price, the whole thing. You want to talk about fangirling. I mean, do you know what hotel rooms you've stayed in where bodies have been? No, but I mean, when we went to Colorado, mm-hmm. right? The Stanley Hotel. You, you were like, okay, I want to go to the Stanley Hotel. And we were like, you know, we can probably like get a room there. And you said no. And I was I, like... Yeah, but I had a very like, that's a whole other story. When we went to the Stanley Hotel... It was, we did the evening. Where The Shining was. Yeah, where The Shining was recorded filmed. there. There's a lot of supernatural stuff that have supposedly gone on there. And we did the evening tour. Mm-hmm. It was kind of scary. I, I like, I don't believe in stuff like that, right? I'm not superstitious in that manner, but that that did kind of make my skin crawl a little bit. You know what's funny is I can't find those photos anymore. Mm. Um, but I had several photos that were messed up mm-hmm. um, that I took in quick succession. And this was you know, on a regular digital camera. I My cell phone was a VGA camera when we went. There was something there that crawled up my spine and wouldn't let go. Like that cold, uncomfortable, very overwhelmingly negative feeling in that place mm-hmm. that I didn't want to stay there. So I see, I would, f- I would think that I would feel that same way if I was living in Michael Myers's house. And you know what? And and maybe, but I'm also thinking if we couldn't afford to live in, like if you and I were, you were retiring, we were trying to find a place where we could live, where as a same-sex couple, we would be accepted and it's in this town and the only house available is like $60,000 because it's dirt cheap because it's been abandoned. It's going to cost you like 150 dollars renovate. Oh, by the way, 
a young boy killed his sister, which spoiler, honey. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I, in I, the house, I did actually see that in this film. Yeah, so um, not the spoiler necessarily. Is it my first choice? No, I mean I have the encyclopedia of serial killers, and I read it. I do write this type of story, not horror esque, mm-hmm. but murder. It really wouldn't overwhelmingly phase me. It would be if the victims were constantly brought back to the house. Um, if you tell me that like a house was built on a burial ground or like poltergeist mm-hmm. where they're like, you built the house, but you forgot to remove the body. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want that house. Okay. All but right. if, you know, if a serial killer just lived there and like did all his business outside, I, I don't know. I mean, again, it comes down to if we really need to live somewhere safe, yeah. yeah. Plus, See. you know, then you can scare trick or treaters. Do you know whose house is it? <laughs> well, for, for me, I wouldn't. I'd be like, all right, we got we gotta keep looking. And then you just sage the crap out of the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, and be like, no, that really is sage. It's not the other stuff. <laughs> you sage the house. <laughs> you have a priest bless it, and then um, if necessary, you have a medium come in and cleanse it. You know. This house is clear. Oh my goodness. I wouldn't mind. Uh, Of course you wouldn't. Really? I'd I'd be like, nope, no, no. Anyway, okay. So shall we move on to the good themes of this movie? Sure. Okay. What I like about it is that it was actually showing how fear, it did start with rational fear and then it became, I think it then quickly escalated into becoming irrational. And you know the mob mentality then took over and be like all right you know what we're we're taking back the 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 town and so they were hunting michael myers when we were done watching it i looked at you and i said you know this didn't feel like a real horror like halloween type film yeah. but what i said it felt like was a, a delve into the psychological of what is going on in current day society yeah because there's such a divide based on fear And it creates mob mentality. And that mob mentality becomes so blinding. Yeah. That rational, rational thought is then lost because you're just, you're giving into that, that lust. And well, and the thing is, even like when they were giving into it, um, you start off with the, the survivors, right? In the beginning. And then they feed off each other. They keep themselves safe. And then they say, you know, we're going to fight back. But then immediately when somebody says, well, he's here. Well, then, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to run a fear anymore. And it's four people. You know, mm-hmm. it's really just the four of them. And then it becomes the whole bar. But they're all there to do the same thing, the right thing. They're standing up and they're going to protect these two people. Mm-hmm. And then they start fueling each other. Yeah. But- and that, but I'm saying that is what I, I, I enjoyed about it is because they show that when they fuel each other, it, the original good intention can get lost yeah, especially when you're you're getting other people involved in this, and they don't even know who Michael Myers looks or what he looks like, and they're they targeted an innocent man. Yes, and it's like, uh, okay, it's a fascinating, you know, analysis of the human psyche when we are pushed to a, a, the brink with fear, what we can and could do in a positive way, getting everybody together saying, Hey, we need to protect one another. We need to stand up. And then all of a sudden going to, we're going to hunt him down. We're going to take him out. We are not running in fear anymore. Right. That tone shift mm -hmm. 
it's a fascinating study. It's it's just I sat back and went, hmm, wow. That's why another reason why I liked uh, saw it was a fascinating psychological study, more so than terrifying. Well, people can be terrifying. It, exactly. Yeah. The the thing that kept running through my mind is that you know, okay, yes, there is strength in numbers because in usually in horror films, like the the person like walking by themselves, that's that's the person that gets like killed or whatever. But you know. <laughs> Yes, that. Um, but, you know, there, there's strength in numbers. But then, you know, when you get a, a, a big enough group together, like they did in several scenes here, you know, it's hubris then took over. And then they forgot you're, you're dealing with a supernatural being here, you know, that and it's because of that hubris then that, you know, by one by one, they ended up dying. Well, yeah. Um and you actually mentioned this, that, you know, his, Michael's mask, yes, he was like trapped in the fiery house in the basement at the beginning. So part of his mask is burnt. Singed. Um, but you were actually mentioning, and I did not pick up on this, that the more he kills, the more deformed his mask gets. It's the picture of Dorian Gray is what came to my head. And I was looking at he's killing, his face is getting deformed. But I was looking as if they were two opposites. You've got the mob and they're getting angrier and uglier and you have him and he's getting angrier and uglier. Mm -hmm. They're feeding each other. Yeah. So I kept thinking of the picture of Dorian Gray because you have these faces that you would look to and you would protect that, you know, look like whom you would trust. And they're not the villains. They're the ones you look at as, oh, you're my saviors. And then you're looking at the other guy who's the villain and he's the ugly face. Mm -hmm. And yet they're both one and the same by the end of the film. Well, yeah, because I... And I think the film actually does um, bring that to you know full circle because at the end, you know they were they were I can't remember who was it that was narrating it, but you know when they were talking about Michael Myers standing in front of the window, was he really looking out or was he looking at his own reflection? And so you know that's him looking at his own reflection, thinking that maybe yeah he just he hates himself and then he takes out that anger on everybody else. See, but does he hate himself or does he look at himself, see his reflection and finally see who he truly is, the manifestation of himself? Uh, maybe. I mean, again, that's one of the fascinating things about this film that I, I kind of look deeper into it than the normal slasher. I know a lot of people were on Twitter going, it's trash, it's horrible, it's, you know, there's not enough this or that. And I found it to be one of the better ones. It, well, you know, for... For me, yeah, it it's similar to um, like I did not want to see the Saw series either, and you were the one who took me to the first one. And each time, I'm like, all right, you know, this is it's gory and it's ah, uh, it, it's uncomfortable to watch, but it it also is very fascinating at the same time. So, yeah. um, I mean, sometimes like any other horror film, they go way overboard. Yeah, as we were watching the movie, you know. I, I, Everybody was trying to kill him. And then I was actually asking you, well, why can't Michael die? And I simply told you he's the manifestation of evil. Yeah. The more angry they get, the more he kills, the stronger he gets because they're fueling him. Their fear is fueling him. Yeah. He is the manifestation of the darkness in the world. They are the manifestation of society. The more society gets angry and fearful and divided, even though they're quote unquote unified against one common enemy, that common enemy 
they're fueling it indirectly. Right. And then what's, if you notice, they ended up going somewhat um, fighting each other because when um, Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, daughter, daughter in the film is screaming, it's not him, it's not him, it's not him. And they're knocking her down the stairs. They're pushing her into things. She's trying to save him. And they're, they're basically, they would have killed her. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way they, the medical personnel had were chasing after him and they threw her into the wall and she fell down the stairs. They would have killed her. Yeah. They would have become no better than Michael by chasing, quote unquote, Michael. And it's it's fascinating to me as well in that scene where they were in the hospital. The, the doctors who take the oath of first do no harm were among the first to like try to kill this, the, 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 um, person, the mental patient, the mental patient. Yeah. And I'm who like, was just going, help what? me, help me, help me. Exactly. And I'm like, Oh my good gracious me. Yeah. It's like sheep, sheep. Well, they were even saying you're, yeah. they're screaming. She, I believe she was screaming. You're sheep. Stop being sheep. Yeah. yeah. And that was actually what I was thinking of before she actually said, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. It's yeah. Cause if you take a second and educate yourself and look, you would see the truth. The problem is people, especially in this case, they let their fear guide their decision as yeah. opposed to their rational intellectual thinking guide their decision. And it is at the end of the film, you know, what, what Jamie Lee Curtis's character says, you know, fear, that is the curse of Michael. It's the fear, the mm-hmm. fear that he in, instills and brings out in people. So some of the bad for me, and I think I kind of alluded this um, to this a, a little while ago, is that the some of the killing required suspension of disbelief. In the film's defense... It's a horror film. Uh, they run up the stairs instead of running out the door and, you know, hide behind chainsaws or I whatnot. understand. It's just, you know, the one of those things where... plausible. What? what? They're, but they're, they're plausible. I mean, the I know... Thing, you, the thing that really got me, though, is that the light bulb. The, for, the, for, the fluorescent. I can't the, the fluorescent light bulb. Because I, I do remember, at least in the Philippines... Yes, you're not supposed to play with those things, but we did. You're also the the person who stuck a knife in an outlet because you thought it was fun. So, well, if it, it was, <laughs> all right. Well, from someone who had those fluorescent light bulbs in the basement and those old lighting fixtures, and whoever's listening, please do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust us. Don't, because um, you know what'll happen if you do. Uh, <laughs> It'll hurt. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I have had broken several of those as a kid because every time we tried to change them notoriously I would drop it because I was the shortest and they'd put me on the ladder and whatever because I had the smallest hands to fit around Mm -hmm. the stupid things depending on the brand depending on you know when these were made they could it's plausible that they are stronger than now (sighs) It's I just plausible, and considering the age of the people who died, it's plausible that those light bulbs are from the eighties. Oh my goodness! It, it it's just plausible. I'm not. Well, he hit it on the table to you know break it to shatter the top part, the yeah. top part, so that it is you know a lot more sharp, so uh-huh. that it can pierce the skin. But I'm like, okay, as soon as you you hit your skin, yes, you you probably cut yourself, but I don't think it would go all the way through. I really don't want to test the theory. But I, I'm no, I do plausible. not either. I do not either. My, I, you my know point what? I, is... This is a Mythbusters thing. Yes. If, if they were still on the air, I'm sure they would handle that. 
Yes, I would actually write in them, please. Do uh, do yeah. Halloween and do slasher <laughs> horror films for October. Um, but yeah, that that was one of the things that I I And what's funny is I just kept going, wow. Is that's that's it's plausible with the right amount of force and the, depending on the thickness of the glass, it's plausible. Yeah, I'm just like, no. No. No, no. The one that really got me though that made me cringe was the knife through the eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Ah, and and he just like Anyway, yes, anyway, despite the gore, though, I mean, I did think that it was a little bit slow. Well, it was more psychological study than horror film. Yeah. And so that was why I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, it, it was still enjoyable for what it was. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I was like, huh, this is really slow. Because usually like for horror and maybe I was comparing it to Saw, but I, I felt like Saw was like moving really quickly. But the first one was very slow. It's after that that things sped up mm. in the films. Well, it, for the first one, I expect that because they're setting everything up. You know, this well, is the twelfth installment. So yeah, it's the twelfth installment. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to be like? End credits. I'm just saying that it could have gone a little bit faster, maybe. I'm not arguing that it was a little slower. It's just the way you say it. I'm like, what What do you want it? And dab, stab, stab, stab. Knifey, knifey, knifey. Really? Done. Really? <laughs> really? He'll be back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Being um, the 12th installment, though, the next film is number 13. I know. And I'm like, oh, there's there's actually a third one. And that the title for the third one is Halloween End. So I'm like, oh, did they figure out how to kill Michael? Mm. Well, mm. I, I'm hoping it's an ending and I'm, I'm probably not going to be in the popular majority here. But when the, are you? Really? No, I'm saying that as, you are a contrarian. I am a contrarian. So I, I didn't mean that as a bad thing. I meant that as like, you know, you go your own way. That's a good thing. Wes Craven did The New Nightmare, which was a Nightmare on Elm Street, what I considered the final type thing. Mm -hmm. And it described, it was like a mix of reality and fiction. So like the major characters from the first one were in it. I'm hoping that it's a way where they trap the evil permanently. And then you can reboot the series with a different cast and, you know, different whatever stating that, they let the they evil let it go. go. Yeah. And so it takes on a different form if you want, or, you know, I, I'm, maybe something else. I don't know. I Well, I don't know either because the, the thing to me, I, I kept asking you this because this actually came in one of the scenes where um, I think it was Sheriff Hawkins who was going to shoot him in the head, or maybe it was um, a different sheriff, shoot him, meaning Michael, in the head to, like, you know, get it over with. But they never do. No one ever like shoots him in the head they always like stab him or you know granted stabbing him in the back and you know all the other shooting things that they do (laughs) in his chest and all of that should have killed him no one ever decapitates him yeah and i'm like there's your answer right there you know why because it's a horror film they run up the stairs instead of out the door (laughs) i understand they hide behind chainsaws. I am trying to apply logic here. And where, oh wait, you know what? Let's take a non-horror film and just go to the the Avengers. You should have gone for the head. Oh goodness. Anyway, Thor. Okay. Yes. Well, but I'm going to say my one the 
really? I was get what is with the dead dogs? In the past two things we've covered, why do why are we killing puppies? Well, because that is the most egregious thing that you can probably think of because dogs are very they're they're no, not they're, it's like killing children. No, I know. Like, that's okay, what I mean. Those three annoying kids about the candy. Oh, <laughs> you're like, okay, go kill them. That's, a, that's no, fine. I just wanted them to like, you know, I didn't want them to die, but I wanted them to like end up peeing their pants. Well, they did get scared and um, hopefully they, they did actually survive and realized, yes, the curse of Michael Myers is real for now, for now. <laughs> if only, but only for, for now. now. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. Get out of my head. Oh, man. All right. Are we good with the bed? Yeah. Okay. Um, the cute then. So this is a slasher film. I don't think there's a lot of cute, unless you think, you know, big John with the little knife and <laughs> little John with the big knife. I actually it's pointed cute. that out to you. That I know. I'm like, cute. what? Well, when he, when he grabbed the little, you know, the little cheese, oh, no, knife, I'm like, what he took his, heck? he took his robe off. He's like, oh no, forget this. I know. He, I was like, oh. he grabs his little itty bitty knife and he's flexing his muscles. I'm like, I know. really dude? <laughs> like, um, do you know who you're dealing with here? It's like, he's going to snap you like a twig, man. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the cute in the traditional sense. No, they're, if cute in the traditional sense, I really like their, their banter back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. They but were... other than that, really, there's not a lot. It's a horror film. Yes. Are we good with the cute then? Yeah. 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 Okay. So... That is our discussion then of Halloween Kills. Yay. Yay. It is time for our Forever Fangirls rating now then. Drum roll, please. We rate Halloween Kills. I pronounced that wrong. Halloween <laughs> Kills. It will kill. <laughs> Stop over punchy. Stop it. Uh, we rate it three stars. Yes. Now you might have assumed it would be higher because of how much you were talking about it. But it's, you know, I, I love horror films. I always have. I read Christopher Pike. I love Stephen King. I love to read, you know, horror uh, novels to this day. And, you know, the first Halloween was really gripping and different. You know, they teetered off a bit along the way. They're not as scary and stuff like that. So I like that they've brought in the psychological side of it. It's horror, but it didn't feel like the classic Halloween Michael Myers horror feel less jump scares mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I do like that they're bringing up, you know, the horror we're creating by empowering fear and anger. The ending where the Michael Myers is pretty much invincible, mm-hmm. and they're explaining the reason he's invincible is because we're feeding him. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it's, it's great. I love that side of it. It's just not a traditional Halloween movie. So, ergo, the three stars. Yeah. And for me, even though I have not seen the previous 11 Halloween films... I own them all. Just because you own them doesn't mean that I actually see them. That's my point. I haven't seen them. Yes? We can. We can. That's fine. I did not see them before seeing this. So, ergo, (laughs) why I'm saying I didn't see the last 11 films. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. <sighs> anyway, so I liked it for what it was, right? It, I I did not need to see the last 11 films to understand what was what was happening, right? But I do want to see the 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 10th film 
the the 2018 version, but then you're telling me that I have to actually see the the very first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to see how they are going to do the arc because this is the one that I started with, you know. So I wanted to see the beginning of it before we see the end of it. I do think though you need to understand why he's going after her. Yeah, and I had asked you that, and you said no, you have to see the first film. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I agree there. Um, and like you said, there, there are many parallels to the, to the consequences of what happens when we let fear hold. So yeah, I, I like that as well. Are we good? Yeah. So that is going to be our very punchy show for today. Uh, we apologize in advance for all the tangents in advance. We apologize now after the fact for all of the, uh, tangents and giggle fests. Um, but do you think there was were something we missed? Were there any key points we should have discussed? What did you like uh, about Halloween Kills? If you've seen it, um, let us know by leaving us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash forever fangirls podcast. And if you're listening to this on your smartphone, please be sure to hit the little subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you would like, leave a review. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, as Lori says, it is the essence of anger the anchor that divides us. It is the terror that grows stronger when we try to hide. If they don't stop him tonight, maybe we'll find him tomorrow or next Halloween when the sun sets and someone is alone. You can't close your eyes and pretend he isn't there because he is.